Welcome to the Waste of Web Space podcast, episode 30. Starring Jimbo and Fisher. Yes, the big 3-0, and it is such a big 3-0 that we have actually got big 3-0 banners, haven't we? We've got some banners out here, which ben. I'll be honest, they, they, they were left over from my 30th birthday a few months ago. <laughs> so I thought, keep hold of them. And now the podcast is 30, not 30 years, but just... 30, 30 years would be very impressive, considering that uh, I don't think podcasting has been around for 30 years, has it, technically? I don't not think that, I don't think the term podcast itself has been around for 30 years. But who knows, we could maybe one day get to 30 years old. Do you know and when... then we'll look back to our 30th episode thinking, didn't we think we were older when we were doing 30th episode? <laughs> do, you think, where, do you know where the word podcast come from at all? Uh, I don't know. You, you, you'd expect us to know that, wouldn't you? Uh, just... Yeah, because I don't know it either. So <laughs> I, I wasn't kind of asking, giving you the answer. I was just interested. I mean, well, there's some homework for next week. I know where the word blog comes from. That's the word web blog put I, together. I imagine. It, I imagine it could come from the term iPod as well, because I think possibly Apple were the first to get involved with the actual, you know, actually having um, things to listen to podcasts on. So people made mini radio shows, and then they sort of were. In, incorporated onto apps and so on that maybe Apple produce and with it being people used to listen on iPods it could well rather have been. than just music people used to listen to like talk based stuff as well maybe it came from yeah. there I'm not sure yeah just think if they'd invented the iPhone before the iPod it might be called a phonecast instead of a podcast <laughs> possibly who, true who knows but um, uh, should we get cracking with the episode anyway because we've, we've drifted off already which is a, a new record for ourselves yeah well um, do you think there might be an episode where we don't even actually introduce what number it is and we just start talking about rubbish <laughs> right well, at the front I've not given you the uh, episode title yet either so the, ep- the, the title of this episode is this is the episode where we get a little bit friendly yes don't we Fisher we do and we're in a new location today, aren't we Jimbo exactly we're, we're, we're out of our comfort zone um, we, and we are at neither of our houses. We've met up on a neutral location. Yeah, I'm dog sitting this week, so I am at my parent-in-law's house looking after a dog. So if you do hear a dog, <laughs> yeah, um, we've got we've now got we've our, we've got the podcast has got its own dog. Blue yeah. Peter has its own dog. The a lot of TV shows dog. have their own dogs nowadays. All, all we normally have to make do is either your your cat or my cat. Instead, we've got a dog. What do you call him? Uda's Gardener's World. Um, uh, Monty Don. He's got his own dogs. We can. We've got our own dogs. Yeah. So, well, dog. Well, one dog, yeah, and it's not actually ours, and next week it'll, <laughs> it won't be there. But the dog will still be here at this house. It'll just not be on the podcast anymore. Now, this episode as well should actually have been released last week. Yes, we've got a bit of an apology of the week coming up already, haven't we? Yeah, so we better get on with uh, Apology of the Week. And the first apology um, is for that this episode should have actually been around... Like, it should have came out last week, shouldn't it? Yes. Was it Wednesday night, yeah. I think? Yeah, we basically, Fisher came around, we were all prepared. We were, we were prepared. We, I know you don't think we are, we were, but we were really prepared. Well, we turned up, which is about as prepared <laughs> as we normally get. And uh, we only to find that my laptop were, had started doing an update, didn't it? And it was uh, stuck on about 3% for a long time, so we yeah. thought it was never going to happen. We had to get back for 9 o'clock to watch Love Island. Well, Fisher, um, Fisher had to get back for 9 o'clock to watch Love Island. Did you enjoy Love Island? It's all finished and over and done with you. Uh, you know, I've watched every single episode and I missed the last one. <laughs> I, was out, I was out last night, so I didn't see it. Have you still not seen it, then? I know, I know one. Oh, there so, you go. Well, uh, it's no, no surprise, was it, anyway? But, so there, there you go. There, there's your, your Love Island content. Are you happy how much Love Island content you got into our podcast over the last few weeks? I want next year to be presenting the Love Island podcast instead of Kem, who does it at the moment, who won it last year. So, so, is that your ultimate aim, is it? Yeah. Get rid of get rid of the Deadwood of uh, Waste of Web Space podcast. Move on to bigger and better things. 
So we do want to apologise, basically, for not being here last week, because I'd... we should have been, and it went wrong. Yes, I mean, it's very frustrating. Uh, I, I spoke to my, I was talking to my mum about it at the weekend. Um, Is it how frustrating it was? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> you told your mum on me. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. But it came out in conversation that uh, on Wednesday I was meant to be doing the podcast, but the laptop wasn't working, so uh, we couldn't do it. Very man, you're you working IT. Uh, well, I do a little bit, yes. Uh, but someone said, "Well, what do you do then?" So I said, "Oh, well, I thought I'd I'll wind up." I said, "Oh, well, we did the podcast, but we just didn't record it." <laughs> we, just, we just spoke to each other for an hour and thought, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll do another one next week. She goes, oh, well, why didn't you do that? I said, no, no, we just went home. Yeah. But with it being our 30th episode, I mean, you know, but 30, so it's a big age, isn't it? It's kind of that podcast, it's that episode, it's that age that you turn 30 that it's not really, I mean, it's a big birthday, but it's not as big as 40, is it? And it's kind of one, it's a, some people would say it's a bit of a miserable birthday. So is this going to be like our miserable episode? Oh, 30, here we are. Well, I don't know. I, I had a 30th birthday party earlier on this year and you what came it? to it, so hopefully it wasn't a miserable event, event, was it? Are we not going to be quite as lively as we were in our 20s yeah, uh, episodes? Yeah, calm down. Instead of, instead of having a beer, we'll probably have some nice food next time. <laughs> Should we do that instead? Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, probably, t- we'll probably just... Um, I mean, I, I've already had a child, so potentially our podcast, like I think we mentioned this before, could have a child. Maybe, yeah. We've got a dog. Dogs have walked in there. We've got a dog, yeah. The dog's entered the room. Um, Which is... Now, I'm not very good with animals. uh, And this dog's quite a big dog as well. She's gone already. She's gone, yeah. That's the the attention span we also got off our listeners. Yes. Straight in, straight out. Um, Anyway, so yeah, our 30th episode. Thanks if you have listened to all 30 episodes. Um, Fair play to you if you have. You've you've done particularly well. Um, And obviously, because it's the 30th episode, we need to have a drink as well. Now, that's not just because it's the 30th episode, but because... Um, we have a drink every week. We have a drink every week, don't we? We choose a different bottle of beer every week to, to sample. Now, you might remember in the last podcast that we did, I mentioned that I had to do an apology of the week because we had a bottle of beer lined up that I wanted to us to drink, but my wife opened the fridge and the bottle slid out of the fridge and smashed on the floor. Not during the podcast, thankfully, but it meant that I couldn't then use that bottle of beer in our podcast. And because it had smashed and my wife had cleaned it up, you know, yeah. Like I said, not leaving glass all over the floor. Very kind of her to do that. I didn't know which brewery or which bottle of beer it was that had smashed. Um, but I can tell you because I went to the Elsk Heritage Centre again and I was looking around and I was trying to sort of remind myself of which one it was I bought and I managed to find it. It's... Does, does they only sell one bottle of beer? Is that no, it? No, they sell loads, but I remember, I, 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 can't, I roughly remember it was a fairly local one and it was kind of, you know, just one of those. I recognised the label eventually after looking quite for quite a while. I was determined to find it. So it's the Cropton Brewery, who have been making things since 1984, making beer since 1984. Um, and it's based in on the edge of North Yorkshire Moors uh, National Park above Pickering. There you go. So, And this is called Yorkshire Moors. 50 years of the National Park, it's called. And it's Yorkshire Day tomorrow, isn't it? 1st of August. Well, there you go. That's why I did it, obviously. Yeah. And also the fact that you did it because it was replacing the bottle that was smashed. <laughs> also that as well. Yeah. So I'll be pouring these, and uh, I think uh, what what else have we got to do? We're going to be talking about the news, or have we kind of we've done have we done as apologies for now? I think we've and done we've, our apologies. I think so. We'll we'll get onto the news, shall we? Oh, 
Okay then, Fisher, so do you want to kick us off with the news and what's been going on? What have we been missing? We can do. Do we want to do jokes we should have done last week? Yeah, oh, we can do that one as well, actually, yeah. Cause while, we... while you're busy pouring the beers? Well, this is this is why I forgot to do the joke we should have done last week. So, uh, the joke we should have done last week, then, um, you might remember, it well, not last week, it was obviously last time we did the last episode. Yeah, um, it wasn't last time when we turned up and didn't record the podcast. <laughs> we should have done loads of jokes last yeah. week, but we happened to do none because we couldn't record the podcast. But no, this week... Um, the joke we should have done on the last episode, um, you might remember we did an emoji-themed podcast, didn't we? Do you remember that? We did. And I was taught, I did an emoji quiz for you, um, and one of the questions on that quiz was who played the poo emoji in the recent emoji movie? Well, who, who voiced the character? Who voiced the character, yeah. yeah. And it turned out it was Patrick Stewart. It was. Who is, of course, the Chancellor of... Uh, Former Chancellor of Huddersfield University, as well as appearing in uh, lots of films such as the X-Men and also Star Trek. So yeah, Patrick Stewart, formerly of Star Trek, played the ca- um, the poo emoji in the emoji movie, The Captain's Log. Hey! hey. I, I, need, I need a bit of a, um, what do you call it, a symbol, there you go. <laughs> and that was a joke I should have done last week. That was a joke we should have done last week. Um... Tell you what, that beer's quite nice, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I would highly, highly recommend it to anyone. Yep. Get yourself down to Elsker Heritage Centre. Uh, get your wife to smash the bottle on the floor first up, then go and get yourself another one. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and have a bottle of the uh, Yorkshire Moor celebrating 50 years of the National Park. Uh, so what's been going on in the And news? she didn't buy that beer. I bought that beer as well. Oh, she, she smashed it when you bought it. Did she, did she buy no, the she replacement? Didn't re- no, she didn't, repla- she didn't buy the replacement either. <sighs> That's not well... That, that, that. Although although we are married now, so yeah. you would say that we our funds are as one. Well, she could have bought half of it, though, couldn't she? <laughs> fair, yeah. fair. Um, so, I mean, how are you feeling anyway at the moment, Jimba? Um, pretty good, I think. You okay? Health-wise, yeah. you all right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Okay. If you're feeling a bit under the weather, do you know what can make you feel better? Go on. I put some of my poo inside you. <laughs> Apparently. Right, okay, interesting. I was reading an article the other day. Right, okay. Uh, do you know there's a certain type of disease... And so if I was to say, um, you're full of shit, if yeah. someone could say, well, it's your shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get healthy. That could be the answer. <laughs> I was reading an article about a Scottish triathlete okay. uh, who has been undergoing some um, a transplant, but not non- not normal kind of transplant. It is a, what's the technical name for it now? It's a poo transplant, Fisher. A faecal microbi- microbial transplant. A poo transplant. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so if you're not feeling too well, and a certain type of issues with your immune system, what you can do is get someone else's poo. Is is the poo voiced by Patrick Stewart? It could be, yeah. Well, that'd be great, <laughs> eh? You get that feel, you've got a strong feeling inside you. It's of sort of I'm talking about, you know, I've, I've not seen the X-Men films, so I don't really know what it says in the X-Men films <laughs> or in Star Trek. Um, oh, yeah, they, they can put poo inside you. Um, and then the bacteria from the poo will help to grow your immune system and make you feel better. It's, it I don't. I don't know how they work that out. It doesn't sound. And yeah, who tried that out? You know, it doesn't sound very appealing. Can you um, imagine someone came back in? What are you two doing? Uh, we're trying to uh, cure a intestinal problem that's, uh, <laughs> that my friend over here so got. Is that what's happened? Is it some sort of um, very weird? Um, sex game or something that's it, got out of hand and, it could well and be. it's escalated so much that it's now apparently worked its way into medical treatments if yeah. that's how bad it's got and, and then eventually it's going to work its way out as well obviously <laughs> well, um, I read the uh, news article actually and apparently the, it does come from somewhere because apparently they have seen or they've, they've sort of researched this and they've, they've, they've noticed over most of many years that uh, certain animals feed their young their own poo to support their young's immune, immune system hmm. 
Um, now, baby food's massively expensive, as you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm only joking. That's 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 horrendous. But <laughs> yes, uh, and obviously th- there's been a celebrity who's been on well, uh, Richard Bacon. Richard, yeah, that. yeah. Uh, now this has nothing to do with having poo inserted in, in, in him, as far as we're aware. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was was he unwell on a flight coming back home? Yeah, I've, I've heard that he picked up pneumonia somehow, didn't he? What an aeroplane! Yeah, that's uh, what I'm quite thinking. sure. Yeah, but maybe maybe they should try and sort of fumigate that airplane and try and uh, make it a bit better. But he, I, th- I believe he is better now, and they've saved his bacon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, obviously we wish him a very swift recovery. Uh, but apparently he works in the in America quite a lot now, doesn't he? Do he does, on, yeah. Not yeah. the radio too much over here. But that's uh, it's quite a scary, isn't it? Cause he, he apparently was he was put into a coma because he was he was so close to to death apparently at the time. But yeah, oh. um, very scary. And used to present the did he used to present the big breakfast as well. Uh, appropriate name for presenting the big breakfast I'm sure he did probably bre- yeah I'm sure he did breakfast based shows was it on done, radio yeah. or on TV even Derek Sausage and <laughs> yeah um, and they just put some uh, just put some uh, Mr. Mr. Bean between them <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so uh, so that's been the news uh, Prince George five years old now yeah um, possibly our youngest listener most we likely he doesn't listen, listen at all uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's he's turned five. He's, he's he's been gone quick, hasn't it? And since I mean, they've got they've got what five. So the the oldest is five. The youngest of them has just been born, hasn't they, in the last yeah. few months? So that's three. Is that three kids they've got now? Three kids. Yeah, that's a lot of hard work. Yeah, they've got. I can so... tell you, having one is difficult. Never mind three under think, five. Uh, I'm not being disrespectful to any of your family, Jimbo. Um, but I suspect they probably get a bit more help in terms of raising the two than uh, than you and Steph do. Possibly, yeah. I imagine so. I'd, I'd well, I mean, the Queen for a start. Uh, well, yeah, and imagine... she chips in. Do you think she uh, puts them in the uh, in the booster seat in the back of the car and drives yeah. them to swimming lessons? Come on, kids are going to great grandmas. No, you can't. You can't put a crown on again. And all that sort of stuff. <laughs> That'd be all right, wouldn't it? Yeah. I mean, I do feel sorry for him a little bit because, you know, what's quite nice about, um, you know, having children and not having a massive house like Buckingham Palace is the fact that you can just plonk <laughs> them down in the living room. There you go, have a play with your toys. Yeah. You do that at Buckingham Palace, you're not going to see him again. Imagine how I many baby mice you have to buy. <laughs> One for every single room. That'd be, that'd I be suppose they just use painful. a CCTV, possibly. They've not, they can't have CCTV in Buckingham Palace, surely. I don't know, maybe they do. Well, not, gets, not in certain areas, obviously. What if it gets hacked and people can just like, look in there and I see what's going so, on? Yeah, yeah, fair point. Of the old idea. traditional CCTV systems that's not connected to uh, the internet. I don't know. Anyway, that's that's something to think about. Does Buckingham Palace have CCTV? Yeah, some, if, more, no, some more homework for us both. Yeah, if you're an electrical contractor who's worked on the CCTV installation at Buckingham Palace, please get in touch with us. Yeah, and we would love to see the sex tapes, please. I'm mean, joking. Yeah. That's, <laughs> again, that's another horrendous thought. So we've, we've, we've gone into the areas of feeding poo to babies, yep. giving poo to each other, and now royal family sex. Yeah, which I'm sure has happened, because otherwise, <laughs> how else would you get these uh, three children in the space of uh, five years? So, that's Prince, we, we talked a hell of a lot there about Prince George's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just mentioned that, and then we just talked about babysitting in the royal family for the rest of it, but never mind. Yep. Uh, the Thai cave boys. Now, do you remember these from a few weeks ago? Yep, they were they were stuck in the cave, a la Chilean miners. Yeah. Stuck in the cave, went and got found. They, they all got out. Alive, perfectly well, all fine. Uh, good news as well. Can you remember the last episode I mentioned that Elon Musk yep. referred to one of uh, the rescuers as a pedo? He's now apologised for that. Oh, that's good of him. Yeah, very nice of him. Um, uh, probably shouldn't have done that in the first place. Yeah, probably shouldn't have done it in the first place. And they probably uh, only apologised because, uh, well, obviously because this man probably isn't a pedo, but also he probably didn't want to get sued for a ridiculously large amount of money. We could have just given him a submarine or a yeah. or, you could have just thought, or something. Oh, I'm going to go to jail. I'll just get in my car and fly into outer space. <laughs> um, but yeah, back to the Thai cave boys. Now, what happens in this country if you um, 
something happens to you, maybe, unfortunately, like you do get stuck somewhere, trapped somewhere, but you make it out okay. Um, you become quite famous, don't you? You get, you get talked about. Like who? Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm just saying, it, for whatever reason, you make the news, however that might be, whether it's something because you've been on a TV show, you've you've achieved something, you've survived something. Yeah, you got stuck down a manhole for a day and... Exactly, yeah. Gaston rescue you. You yeah. normally... Bec- you, in this country, you become a bit of a celebrity, you become quite famous, and then you might end up on various TV shows, including what, Strictly Come Dancing? Um, well, possibly. No. I, don't, I don't think you get sort of that high up. Yeah. Well, maybe so I'm a celebrity, Big Brother, those types of programs, or um, I don't know those kind of anything, yeah. even Love Island and things like that. You might end up just because you've got something to. You probably you probably do the rounds on like This Morning and Loose Women and yeah, BBC yeah. Breakfast. You maybe might not get a go on Strictly Come Dancing just because you've mm. fallen down a manhole for half a day <laughs> or something. Um, and our next celebrity is Dave, who was. You were stuck up Mount Snowden for an entire day, and Snowden Mountain Rescue had to come and find him. Yeah, well, I'm talking about something that would have made the news, and that that that, that might not make the news. Somebody being stuck up Snowden for a day. Uh, well, hopefully Mount Snowden, not Lord, not Lord Snowden. But, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, like going back to what I'm saying, what's happened to the Thai Cave Boys is, you know, they, they've had a lot of attention. So what's happened to them? Rather than appearing on their TV shows in their country and uh, you know being celebrated, they've they have they've turned into monks, haven't they? Have they? They've they've become Thai monks. And doing lots of sort of charity work, which is good, obviously, yeah. nothing wrong with that. But they've learned how to become monks, have trained as monks. That's quite, quite, quite good. Um, at the age of like ten or eleven, aren't they? Yeah, they're all, they're all young lads. Mm. Can they not like just be allowed to continue the childhood and carry on playing football, that sort of stuff? And yeah, no, I mean that's that's not ideal pre-season preparation, is it? No, yeah. no. Not only have they been stuck down a cave for quite <laughs> a few weeks. Um, that's missed out a lot of pre-season training and probably some pre-season friendlies. Now they're having to train as monks yeah. before they even they, before they even kick a ball. And you can know what's going to happen as soon as they start, you know, losing matches. Everyone's going to be on the back. But let's not forget yeah. where they've been. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, they've not they've not done any of the tactics training. I mean, imagine first game of the season, one of them pulls a hamstring. Did he stretch off before and the game before the game? No, I was too busy reading, <laughs> wasn't I? And sort of making sure I was living a good lifestyle. But that said, if they have got no, you know, whether, whether, if, the, if they have a floodlight failure at one of the football matches, if they're playing in the evenings or something, they'll be absolutely fine because they've, uh, they, they, they're sort of used to those kind of conditions, aren't they? <laughs> uh, yes, I suppose so. Yeah, it's fine if the pitch entirely floods and uh, yeah, if they have a game in a cave. <laughs> uh, but so that's been that's been one uh, one good story, I suppose, and uh, it's good to see him trying to use their uh, experiences to try and better and further lives, I suppose. Um, one thing that uh, that surprised me in the news this week is: Do you know where your wife is from? Um, uh, yeah, she's from this house actually. Where we, uh, it's my it's my father in law uh, father in law's house and take mother in law's house. This one, so from from here originally, but then yeah. she's moved in with me quite a while ago. Yeah, um, but, but I think she's from Sheffield. I don't know what, what is that. My, um, is that what you're aiming at here? Or? Oh, well, it's it just just a question, just a question. Okay, yeah, I know where she's from because Jeremy Hunt, our foreign secretary, was at a oh. meeting in China, and he said to the giant to the um, people there, representatives from China, he said, "My wife Japanese," and they said, "Oh no, wait, she's." Japanese, no, right. she's Chinese. And she got confused. Your phone, your phone was ringing. Though. It, it was not my, just my phone, but my the iPad was also oh. ringing, and it was my gran. So big shout out to my gran. This is what she does. She phones at inconvenient moments. Yeah, and so. they just, just ruined that story about Jeremy Hunt. Though. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, <laughs> well, she's she's probably maybe phoning in to say how glad that she's uh, that Jeremy Hunt's not the health secretary anymore. Yes, could well be. <laughs> particularly with her being in her eighties. Yeah, she think, might, she, it might help. <laughs> I think with this gaffe that Jeremy Hunt managed to produce, I mean, do you not think that he's taking this whole thing about replacing Boris Johnson a little bit too far? 
with his incompetence and stupidity. I do, yeah. You know, you know. I just realised then we could have had our first live phoning. We could have, yeah. And I wouldn't have even, I wouldn't have known whether it'd work or not. We've not tried that before. Maybe we could have got my gran on the podcast. We've just missed out on a on a key opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, what? Should we ring her back? Get her on live. I could do if you want. Should we just should we just see if that works? Do you want to try it just for the fun of of doing something live on a podcast? Uh, yeah. Let's see what happens if you want. <laughs> Um, okay, I, I don't know, how How do you find, like, missed calls and stuff on an iPad? I have absolutely no idea. You can't make a call from an iPad anyway, can you? Has it got a speaker? Well, it must have got a speaker. It's got FaceTime on it. Okay, here we go. Here she is. Let's let's try this. Ask her if she knows what country she's from. Okay. Let's see if we can hear it coming through. Noise. Can you hear that? Vaguely. Oh, yeah. Hello, you all right? Hello. Um, how are you doing? You all right? This is a. Can you hear me? Hello. It's James. Can you hear me? Where did you get to? Never mind. She. <laughs> she, she. She quite clearly can't hear. Hello. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? So me. All right. Well, we've got at least we've got her one half of the line. She's called me Jamie. My, my name's not even Jamie. It is not. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. Hello. Can you hear me? Never mind. We'll we'll, we'll turn her off. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's that's never happened before. But at least we've got we've got what, some sort of one way. We've got like a one way signal, so we can have a phone in, but we can't speak back to anybody on the phone. Maybe that's what we should do in future. New feature: phone people at random and then see see how they respond. Uh, yeah, do you and if think... they called me the right name. Yeah, oh, not... we oh, call she's calling back, back now. now. We're gonna ignore that now. Um, is there any way we can mute your iPad, please, if possible? I can't. I can't. I can't do anything. Let's carry on. Okay. So yes, that was that was Jeremy Hunt, um, who obviously, whilst being very, um, you know, all we can really say is that ultimately, having just put it to the test, your gram was a lot more coherent than Jeremy Hunt's. <laughs> um, anyway, so carrying on with the news, then, um, do we want to do much more news, or do you want to skip out? There's a few, a couple of stories in there, isn't there? Durex uh, condoms. Durex condoms. I think we should skip straight to that one. Um, now, you, you were talking about these earlier, weren't you? Yeah, um, not, not because I was... Uh, we bumped into each other in Asda, didn't we, earlier on? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah not, a... not at the condo aisle. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were by the bakery, but yeah. Um, and there's a, we've got this little thing we've been doing recently, haven't we? If we spot each other out and about, we, we take pictures of each other and send them, don't we? Yes, almost really. like a, a stalkerish type Hang of thing. Hang on, this has got nothing to do with condoms whatsoever. No, no it hasn't, but, it hasn't. But, but you that, mentioned the story when I saw you. That, that's when I mentioned it in, in the Asda about, what, two hours ago, do you reckon? Something like two that, Two hours yeah. ago? Um, would, yeah, and basically, they've recalled their um, a certain range of their condoms or or sort of a certain section of their condoms that are out on the market, so the ones in certain dates and so on, because there is a an issue with them splitting, apparently. Really? Yes, which is uh, not ideal, is it? It's not. It's not safe. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not good, yeah. It's not good if, you, if you're wearing condoms for a particular reason and it sort of doesn't do its job. And I was I was wondering whether, whether the, if, you know... If this had, if this went wrong for somebody, could you sue Durex? Has anybody uh, attempted to ever sue Durex before? Well, work out the cost of a child. Yeah, Don't, it's a lot of money. I'm sure they all, I'm sure they all, they've got a disclaimer on there saying, you know, this might not actually work. Well, if it breaks though, then it's less likely to work than it would have if you know that there is always that chance, isn't there? And it would say that on the packets. I imagine it would say something like ninety nine point nine percent accurate, yeah. like it does on a bottle of bleach. It says kills ninety nine point nine percent of germs. Mm. Just as might be that 0.1% germ that gets you. Yeah. Um, that, that's, but... that's, a, that's a great way to think of your future child, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you're the germ that couldn't be exterminated. Could, could, you, could you potentially sue Durex, do you think? 
Uh, I suppose you probably could do um, if it turned out that you have. You probably, do you think you'd have to work out what it costs to raise a child? Possibly, and then ask for that money in advance. I'm, I'm, I believe it was the uh, banana flavor condom that yeah. uh, that had an issue. So obviously, banana splits. Hey. Uh, <laughs> anyway, should we move on? We shall. Okay, then, so who's going first, then, Fisher? Do you know, it's, it's our theme, isn't it? So we're going to do a bit of a theme now about international... We, t- we talked earlier about how we might get a bit friendly on this podcast, and that is because yesterday, so Monday the 30th of July, International and World... I don't know why it's both International and World Friendship Day on the same day, because they technically mean the same thing to me. Do you think so? Uh, yes, I suppose so. Um, but anyway, it's, it's both of those on the same day. So I thought we would celebrate friendship today yep. by talking a little bit about, well, not talking, play a game about friendship. We've, we've been good friends for a while, haven't we, Fisher? I was trying to work this out today, actually. Um, I think we've been friends for at least 16 years, I would say. That's a long time, isn't it? Uh, maybe even longer. I think it was from science lessons, weren't it? Oh, let's not go into that. I mean, you spilt water on the science experiment, but because uh, <laughs> we, we were friends at the um, 2002 World Cup. Right, okay. I remember... Uh, you you sold me a CD of World Cup songs. That well, there you go. I, I used to make a bit of money on the side. Three pound, three pound for a World Cup CD. It got that was a bargain. Track track one, Ant and Deck uh, were on the ball. It was a long time ago. It was song. a long time ago, and um, before any uh, copyright people get in, in touch with us. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was a mixtape, wasn't it? it, 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 it yeah, it was. Yeah. off the radio. There's nothing wrong with it. Of course, that. it was. Yeah, it was it, all above board and everything like that. Um, but yeah, it was, it's been a long time, hasn't it? So and, and that's. More than half of our lives. Have and who would have friendship. known we'd have been sat here doing a podcast all this time? I and mean, obviously there's no science involved in our podcast at all. So obviously that wasn't something that uh, we, we sort of carried on with very well, is it? Uh, I mean, no. if it was, I'd just be... I mean, you know, like I ruined your science experiment filling water, uh, spilling water all over it, I'm continuing to ruin things that we do here by... Not getting, bring, getting your nan to ring us. Not bringing the beer, having my nan phoning halfway through, then phoning her back, wanting to have it not work. Um, the school days were funny, weren't they? They were, they were funny days. They were, they were great days. But we're now going to talk about real friendships in terms of <laughs> celebrities. Oh, yeah, enough, yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm joking. So, in terms of celebrity friendships, okay. So, what I've got here is a list of um, celebrity friends, okay. But they're not all friends. Some of them are enemies, okay. Right. So, I want to know. Which of these are friends and which of these are enemies? I believe there's about 12 I've got here, I think. or th- Maybe more. 14. So you've got 14. Okay. So you've got 14. Some of them are friends. Some of them are enemies. You just need to tell me which ones are f- friends and which ones are enemies. I mean, yeah, it's interesting, though, is it friends and enemies, do you not think? Yeah. Because there's so many sayings around being friends and enemies. I mean, like, my enemy's enemy is my friend. What's all that about? Well, it's not going to get as confusing as that, this quiz, okay. I can tell you that. Is that all right? Yeah. So, first of all, Elton John and Eminem. Are they friends um, or enemies? Well, Eminem sounds like enemy, doesn't it? So, that is that an indication that they don't like each other? That's, um, ooh, I, I think I've heard something. And I'm not talking about um, Elton John and his love for Eminem's, um, particularly the peanut flavour. Um, yeah. We're talking about the actual rapper, singer. Um, I seem to remember somewhere hearing that they were good friends. So, I'm going to say they're friends. You would be right. Well done. Congratulations. Yes. So, uh, you got that absolutely spot on. They performed together at the Grammys, um, and Eminem asked Elton John for some advice on spectacles. Sorry, I mean staying sober. Um, 
Yeah, because Eminem at the time was struggling with uh, alcohol addiction and he uh, spoke to Elton John about staying sober and so on. Uh, Eminem, though, does have an history of falling out with people, so Elton, Elton's quite cautious, as you would be, uh, and has told Eminem, please don't go breaking my heart. Oh, yeah. Obviously, there you go. Uh, next, then, Kim Kardashian and Mel B. Um, I can't see any reason why Kim Kardashian would particularly be the friends or enemies with, with Mel B. Um, what do you know about Kim Kardashian? Uh, she's got a massive arse and we grabbed the internet. <laughs> Oh, is that the thing? Mel B was trying to use the internet one night when, unfortunately, Kim Kardashian's behind broke it. And so, obviously, enemies after that, yeah. Could well be. Um, In that case, a lot of people would be her enemy. Yeah, well, it depends whether they like using the internet or not. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Mel B, she used to go out with Eddie Murphy, I think. It was alleged. Mm-hmm. Could Kim Kardashian... A massive ass as well. Uh, yeah, because he played, that, he, he played that in Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so, would there be any reason why... Kim Kardashian is connected to Eddie Murphy, maybe. I don't know. I I think that they might be enemies. You think they're enemies? Yeah. Fair enough, okay. They are friends, so you got that wrong. Now, they're friends because, basically, I'm not 100% sure why they became friends, but Mel B went to her first wedding, Kim Kardashian's first wedding. Oh, right. Because she's now married to Kanye West, isn't she? So she's a, but yeah, she went to her wedding. Um, but what also, did, they've what got... did, she, did she go to a second wedding? Sure, that'd be a better indication mm. as whether well they're still friends. <laughs> I'm not sure actually. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look that up. But I do know that obviously Mel B and Kim Kardashian have got quite a lot in common. Now, Kim Kardashian's stepdad um, is now uh, a lady, isn't it? Caitlyn Jenner yep. uh, used to be Bruce Jenner. Yep. Um, and obviously, Mel B used to be a man as well. So, is that right? Have I got that right? Uh, I don't think you have. No. Oh, no. So, never mind. Sorry. That's just a, that's just my mistake. Anyway, moving on. Uh, right. Mel Gibson and Britney Spears. Were friends or con- enemies? Are you confusing Mel B and Mel Gibson, then? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not aware of Mel B ever being a man. Sorry. Uh, maybe it was just... Uh, never mind. Okay. Might have been the husky voice. All right. Okay. Um, so, Mel Gibson and... <laughs> Britney Spears. Britney Spears. Um, well, I imagine they're quite... Well, the... the They've both got a history of, you know, getting drunk and having road rage incidents and stuff, haven't they? And going off the rails somewhat. Could they have met in rehab? I don't know. Uh, I think... I can't see any reason why they would be friends, though, so I'm going to say they are enemies. Okay. You're wrong. Again. The friends, yeah. So basically, when Britney lost it and shaved off her hair in 2008, Mel Gibson offered Britney's dad his Costa Rica home for her to recuperate. So basically go on holiday and recover. Offered it to a dad. That's not helping her, is it? Well, they offered it to a dad to take Britney away to oh, okay, get yeah. sorted out and all that. Um, but she's since used the villa a few times for holidays after that to stay friends. Uh, but Mel's getting a bit annoyed about Britney constantly using the pool as a toilet. Uh, when asked about this, Britney said, oops, I've done it again. Hey. Anyway, next, Robbie Williams and Liam Gallagher. Oh, well, Robbie Williams and Liam Gallagher, they used to be friends, didn't they, years ago? But I seem to remember that uh, they offered... Didn't Robbie Williams offer to have a fight with Liam Gallagher when he collected a Brit Award. Or maybe the other way around. It might have been Liam Gallagher said that he'd have a fight with Robbie Williams. So I think they are not friends. They're enemies. Okay. Well done. Yes, yeah, spot on. They are enemies. And you're correct, yeah. It was uh, when he picked up a Brit Award in 2000, Robbie Williams, he challenged Liam uh, to a boxing match. But you might remember in the early days, they kind of he joined Oasis on stage, didn't he, when he was breaking away from Take That and Did he caused a bit of a... Yeah, and so he kind of... He, he kind of he, 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 to be fair, if you listen to Rob Williams' early stuff, he did kind of nick Liam Gallagher's style very slightly in some Bob, of the songs. Bob being a complete nutter moron. Or before I die. Yeah, or before I die and all that. Some of their songs, some of the songs sound very similar to uh, Liam Gallagher's oh, right, style okay. of singing or belting a tune out. Um, does, ne- he have, does he have the microphone pointing down then, like Liam Gallagher does, like he's about to, like his little mm. seal about to eat the microphone? Yeah. 
And possibly. They probably wear the same coats. Yeah. Um, Lady Gaga and Julian Assange. Oh, ooh. Why, why would these be friends or enemies? Uh, is Does Lady Gaga make a big stand against people who are wanted for allegedly being a rapist? Actually, is that right with Julian Assange before I uh, possibly libel him? Well, uh, I don't think anything's been proved, has it? I think there's uh, there's all sorts well, of it, it, con- yeah. there's all sorts of conspiracy theories involved in all of this. But basically, he's hiding away, isn't he, in, in the, the uh, Ecuadorian embassy? Is he still? I think he's still there. At the I think minute, he's still but there's there. There's talks yeah. of it coming to an end soon, isn't there? But possibly, yeah. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps Lady Gaga wanted to go to the Ecuadorian embassy for like a number of years. Yeah, doesn't he? Does he? Is it true that Pamela Anderson keeps going and visiting, and is possibly romantically linked to Julian Assange? Possibly. Um, so, is there? Any, I can't see any reason why they would be friends, but I can't see any reason why they'd be enemies. So, I'm going to say, because I've not heard of Lady Gaga and Visitant, I'm going to say they're enemies. You are wrong again. They are actually friends. So, Lady Gaga caused a lot of controversy after deciding she wanted to meet and befriend WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. She visited him at the Ecuadorian embassy in 2012 and spent five hours with him. And then he leaked a picture of a penis. So... <laughs> 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 I'm joking, of course. Uh, so yeah, they are friends. Next then, Michael Gove and David Beckham. Uh, Michael Gove, the uh, Tory MP. Yep, and David Beckham. fronted Brexit, didn't he? At the time of uh, going, well, fronted the uh, Leave campaign. Yep, well, the... along with Boris Johnson. Yep, and, uh, and went and, and went... then he had chance to stand as Prime Minister and he refused. Yeah, uh, because he thought someone else would be better off doing it at this point in time. Not the person who led us to the cliff edge. I let someone else lead us off there. Mm-hmm. I think is pretty much what he said. Um, what the, uh, his Michael Gove's wife is a journalist for Daily Mail, I think, isn't she? Um, I think David Beckham has probably got a number of celebrity friends, but I, I don't see why he would befriend Michael Gove. So I'm going to say they're enemies. Well. You're kind of right. Um, I wouldn't say they're enemies, but it, basically this is... Rumours surfaced that they were friends because one of David Beckham's kids played in the same football team um, as one of Michael Gove's kids. Uh, obviously, they're not kids anymore, some yeah. of these. Uh, but anyway, um, but then a, a spokesman for the Beckhams or a friend of the Beckhams said that they wouldn't call them friends as David doesn't want to be associated with politicians like Michael <laughs> Gove. There you go. Well, well, fair enough, fair enough. Who, who would? Anyway, uh, next then, Madonna and David Cameron. Uh, Madonna and David Cameron. I wasn't David Cameron trying to become friends with Madonna, and they were trying to do something in terms of like a healthy lifestyle. And all I that thought you were going to say like a hit single or something. Yeah, uh, <laughs> imagine that. Um, well, great collaboration. Uh, well, I think Madonna is she, is she converted to Judaism and therefore doesn't eat pigs, as where David Cameron has a slightly different relationship with pigs. <laughs> um, I I think there was something about David Cameron and Madonna being friends to do with sort of yoga and meditating, so I think they're friends. Well done, you're correct. Yeah, I'm not sure about the yoga and meditating, but uh, when Madonna and Guy Ritchie were together, so when they were married and living together and everything, uh, apparently they invited uh, David and Samantha Cameron round for tea on a couple of occasions. Really? Yeah, uh, so they went round for tea, uh, then David Cameron and Samantha left, accidentally left the kids there, of course, yeah. went back to pick them up. <laughs> By that time, Madonna had adopted them, yeah. <laughs> um, but never mind. Next, uh, Lady Gaga and the Osbournes. Lady Gaga turning up again in yeah. our little friends quiz. Lady Gaga and the Osbournes. Um... Do you think Ozzy Osbourne, instead of biting the head off a live bat, he might have gone for something a bit more, bit more weird and bitten the live? Well, she has off. dressed as meat before, hasn't she? Yeah. She's dressed in meat dresses. It could be tempting. Bitten part of Lady Gaga. Uh, presumed they both live in Los Angeles. Mostly celebrities, surely. I, I think the Osbournes probably get on with the sort of a zany person like uh, Lady Gaga. So I'm going to say friends. No, not quite. All right. So 
Their enemies, after Lady Gaga fans criticised Kelly Osbourne's weight on Twitter, which obviously doesn't sound like Lady Gaga's fault, what her friends, her fans say, but Sharon Osbourne stepped in, having a go at Lady Gaga fans, and then Lady Gaga got a bit annoyed and responded to defend her fans, and then the war of words went on from there. Really? So basically it was a war over what the fans were saying and so on. But then Lady Gaga gave Sharon Osbourne a birthday cake for Kelly Osbourne on The X Factor. Um, but Kelly Osborne didn't really see that as a as a. Well, that's a bit of an in, that's a bit of an insult, surely. <laughs> if you say no, you're fat. Here's a massive cake well, for you. I think Sharon took it well, but Kelly didn't, and so it is a publicity stunt rather than a peace offering. Yeah. So there you go. They are not friends. Next, I'm, then. I'm really sorry for saying that you're fat. Here's an enormous lorry load of chocolate. <laughs> Next, Aretha Franklin and Tina Turner. Uh, ooh, well, neither of these are in the news very much nowadays. Are the uh, either Aretha Franklin or Tina Turner? Probably both in that for doing uh, duets to some degree, aren't they? Are well, we, are just we... singing in general. So they're both yeah. uh, very, very talented. Are we, was it Aretha Franklin, singers, George, George Michael, who did uh, New Year Waiting for Me? Uh, possibly that one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Tina Turner, um, she's simply the best. Mm-hmm. I could they fall? I, th- I think it might have been a diva type thing years ago. So I think they might have fallen out and not like each other. Might be enemies. Okay, well done. You're correct. They are enemies. Uh, so Aretha Franklin is protective over her nickname, the Queen of Soul. So when Beyoncé um. called Tina Turner Queen at the 2008 Grammys, she wasn't happy. Tina um, replied saying, she's the soul and I'm the Queen of Rock and Roll. Her ego must be so big to think that she was the only one. To be fair, I think I side with Tina on this one because she is obviously simply the best. Hey. You kind of nick that joke already, Sorry, but yeah. never mind. Hey, that, uh, that's why we've got such a good friendship. <laughs> what, could we nick each other's jokes? Yes. All right, fair enough. Or finish each other's... Sandwiches. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> anyway, Snoop Dogg and David Beckham, friends or enemies? Uh, I th- oh, I'm sure I've I'm sure I've seen Snoop Dogg and Beckham. Um, can you not remember that? Sounds se- like a film. Can you not remember that season? Uh, 2002, Manchester United in the central midfield. Snoop Dogg was there alongside Beckham. <laughs> Beckham was making runs down the wing. Snoop Snoop Dogg's ball distribution out uh, out wide on the right was fantastic. So I think they are friends. Okay. Albeit they don't really play football together. They are definitely friends. Yeah. So. They met after starring in an animated short film based on A Christmas Carol and have uh, seemingly remained friends ever since. Bex even gave Snoop Dogg's football team a complimentary lesson, um, appeared on Snoop's reality show, and now David even gets to hear Snoop Dogg's music and it before anyone else, which I'm sure he's very happy about. I'm sure Snoop Dogg's wife delighted about that (laughs) and his his producers and management company. Uh, But apparently on on Snoop's last visit to the UK, David Beckham made Snoop Dogg... um, a good old British cheese toasty. But unfortunately, Snoop Dogg do- dropped it because it was hot. Um, <laughs> anyway, next. Madonna and Elton John. Sir Elton John, of course. Uh, oh, now, does he like you so or not? I've seen stuff about so Madonna, Madonna and Elton Madonna John. Madonna and Elton John both appearing for the second time in this. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a knockout competition. So <laughs> in the next round, Lady Gaga is going to be up against either Madonna or Elton John. Uh, I... I don't think they do like each other, Mimdon and Elton John. I think they had a falling out a few years ago about something. So, you're going to say enemies? Okay. Again, yeah. Well done. Um, so, these two were locked in a war of words for the best part of a decade. It all started when Sir Elton John uh, made a jibe about Madonna's James Bond song, Dying of a Day, uh, before follow-up m- remarks um, about Madge's supposed lip-syncing after her directorial debut. Or whatever that is, in a film or whatever, I don't know. In a director film, yeah. Yeah, Madonna reportedly rose, um, writing the words, um, the easiest way for Elton to lose £10 is just to take off his wig. (laughs) Happily, Sir Elton has now apologised for his remarks and said Madonna was very gracious when he talked about uh, about it to her. So, um, 
so he's basically Elton John said sorry, which is fair play because obviously sorry just seem to be the hardest words. So. Well, yeah, fair enough on Elton John. He's admitted that in his songs as well. So. If Elton John wants to lose ten pounds, can't he just like go to Poundland and buy ten things <laughs> as opposed to taking his wig off? Poundland do sell those big glasses as well, yeah, don't yeah. you? If you've noticed that, um, you could get some of those. I'm not seeing, not seen him wearing those for a while. Uh, next then, um, Dennis Rodman and Kim Jong Un. Oh, oh, friends. They are friends. I know this. They are friends, yeah. Go on, tell us why. He's one of the most popular American visitors to uh, North Korea, isn't he, Dennis Rodman? I've no idea why, but I know he's visited quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty much all I can say about that, is for some reason he's massively popular over there, and uh, Kim Jong-un and um, Dennis Rodman, good friends, yeah. Yeah. Maybe he was Donald Trump's translator. Yeah, well, you know, the the only other person who regularly uh, visits North Korea, don't you? Go on. Uh, Jeremy Hunt, because his wife from there. Oh, oh no, sorry, no, China, China, <laughs> sorry. Next, Michael Burke and Tinchy Strider. Friends, they were friends on I'm... They, they struck up a very strange friendship on I'm Sorry Get Me Out of Here. So you know that one already. So being a big fan of Love Island, you're also a big fan of I'm a Celebrity Get Me uh, well, Out of Here, Love it Island wasn't like. on at the time, was it? So uh, yeah, I had to watch I'm a Celebrity. They did struck, strike off a bromance when they appeared on I'm a Celebrity together, so it was good to see two Burks making friends. <laughs> uh, next, and finally, Serena Williams and John McEnroe. Uh, oh, did they? F- oh, did they fall out over some comments that John McEnroe made? I think they did. Didn't, didn't uh, John McEnroe say that she wouldn't even get into the top seven hundred uh, men's tennis rankings? Which is obviously fine because she's a woman anyway. She's top <laughs> quite difficult. But I think he said all the men are a lot better than her. So right. I think okay. That meant they fell out. So you think they are enemies? Well, yeah, they're not friends. So there you go. Yeah, you're correct. So yeah. Uh, it was. John McEnroe basically said he could, um, Serena wouldn't stand a chance competing against men, saying she'd be ranked at like 700 in the world, which prompted his response from the sports, uh, from the from the superstar herself, saying, Dear John, and she wrote this, Dear John, I adore and respect you, but please, please keep me out of your statements that are not factually based. I've never played anyone ranked there, nor do I have time. Respect me and my privacy as I'm trying to have a baby. Good day, sir. Mm. And John's reply was simply... You cannot be serious. Did he say that? He did, yes. So, um, next then, Fisher. Well, aside from it being, um, obviously, World... What did you say it was? World Friendship Day, Day, International Friendship Day. Yeah, International Friendship Day. Uh, I, was, I was alerted to a news story about Kit Kats. Okay. And they lost a legal battle to be trademarking uh, the... Uh, the shape of a Kit Kat. I think they've taken legal action against uh, a Norwegian chocolate bar because they've had something that's similarly shaped. And I think they lost. Or they might have won. I wasn't really paying that much attention. No way. Norway. Um, I can't remember. What, which I, I, I thought the whole thing about taking legal action in the first place was quite interesting because most chocolate bars are chocolate bar shaped anyway. So how can you possibly trademark a shape of something, of some chocolate and confectionery? Yeah. So and they are they are very simple, aren't they? They're very just square, aren't they? Yeah, I mean two fingers to them. Um, but what I was thinking was, haven't there also been other trademark issues? Mm-hmm. I so think there has been, haven't there? There have been other trademark issues. So I thought I would get together a list of sort of trademark disputes and a bit of a bit of a thing about trademarks. Possibly a, we we could leak into this area because don't forget when we first started our podcast, we realized we we we, we did used to call it the Wowers podcast a bit more than we do nowadays, don't we? Uh, we did, yes. And uh, we realized that uh, there is also another Wowers podcast, isn't there? Uh, was it World of Warcraft? It is Perhaps, World of Warcraft yeah. um podcast. I don't know what the S stands for, but anyway, yeah, so we we're, we're not the Sad- only World of Warcraft Sadows probably, <laughs> I think it would be. Uh, well, I hope they're not our, one of our core listener bases, you know. <laughs> that might be why our figures are so good. <laughs> not for much longer. Yeah, people think listen to something else. Uh, so I thought I'd, I'd do a bit of a quiz about trademarks for the regular, regular feature. 
So, uh, a fairly easy one this time. Uh, first up, what is the oldest trademark in the UK? The oldest trademark in the UK? Yep. Is it? Oh, you can give me some Yeah, sorry. I'll, I'll give you a couple of options. I to start. I'm yeah. looking around the kitchen to see yeah. what products I could see. Uh, is it Bass Brewery's Red Triangle with the word bass underneath it? Or is it Cadbury's Two Glasses of Milk and the word Cadbury's with a curly C? I th- I'm good. So, hold on a minute. Um, are you talking about Shandy with the first one? I'm uh, not right there. Uh, bass. You know, the... Uh, Brewery from Warwickshire. And do they do... Birmingham. Are they famous for doing shandy? Uh, shandy bass, they used to call no, it. No, 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 no. no. Not the like same so. thing, no. Yeah, bass, bass beer. Okay. Uh, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna go with the chocolate one. I did think when you when you first asked me the question, the first thing I thought before you gave me any options was that Cadbury's might be one of the oldest ones. Hmm. So I'm going to go with Cadbury's. And you would be wrong. Oh. It is Bass Brewery. I think it's based in Birmingham. Um, I'm not sure they're particularly around all that much nowadays, but... Black cans with a red triangle, it says the word bass underneath it. Bass, I beg your pardon. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, next up, um, who did the family of Elvis Presley get into a trademark dispute with? Was it an Elvis tribute band that was formed by prisoners undergoing rehabilitation called Elvis Prisonly? Their favourite song was Jailhouse Rock, but the family objected, saying it wasn't appropriate to associate Elvis's name with prisoners. Or was it Brewdog Brewery? who are noted for making quirky drinks. Have you had a Brewdog Brewery? I have, yeah. I've had a few drinks in yeah. there before. Um, and they called a beer Elvis Juice IPA. However, to try and cover themselves, the brewery's founders both changed their names via default to Elvis and claimed that the drink was named after themselves and saying they were caught in a trap. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. I've, I mean, I think the second one sounds a little bit more... Believable, but then again, you know, it's, they only use the one word Elvis. It's not, you know, Elvis is just a name, isn't it? It's like Dan or Peter or Paul. Yeah. I know it's obviously most famous, most famous for being Elvis Presley's name, and he's the most famous Elvis I think there is, apart from Elvis off Fireman Sam, yeah. Elvis Costello. <laughs> um, I, I, I think that's the only other Elvises I can think of, really. Um, but I can't, I can't imagine that that name alone would be enough of a. I don't know. But then the other one about the sort of prisoners, well. Associating Elvis's name with prisoners, despite him prisoner. having a song, his most famous song, probably or one of his most famous songs, "Jailhouse Rock." So he was already associating himself with well, that is he, 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 he had a song called "Jailhouse Rock." Doesn't necessarily mean mm. that he approves of prisons or prisoners yeah. or crime. So I think I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the second one. I think Brewdog Brewery. Yeah, you'd be right. Excellent. <clears throat> Interesting. Mm. Who did Instagram? take legal action against over the similar use of their name. Was it uh, an app called Littergram, which encouraged people to upload pictures of litter and report it to their local council? Or was it an app called Instagram, which encouraged <laughs> dating between young men and red-hot, horny women who were over the age of 60? Now, my gran called early. I don't think that's <laughs> what it was about. I think she you know, she must have heard about the content of this uh, yeah. podcast. Is this Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my na- how has she got my name wrong? But like I say, if she got the wrong number, this is this is possible. And never mind. Uh, so I, I really like the second one. I, I, I kind of yeah. half want that one to be true because it's the funniest one. Um, but I think it might be a bit far-fetched. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the first one, the litter one. Littergram, you would be right. Oh, right, okay. That is a great idea. Though. I might take up the... Um, I might, I, might, I, might, I might go with the business idea of Instagram. Yeah, get, get ourselves on Dragon's Den. Um, did you make that up then? I did, yes, I did make that up. <laughs> uh, so, Victoria Beckham. Um, obviously, we mentioned David Beckham and Michael Gover, but Victoria Beckham, uh, who was she in a trademark dispute with? Was it Her husband? Because uh, they got the same name. 
It could be, yeah. <laughs> Good thinking that. Uh, was it Peterborough United who used the nickname The Posh and tried to register it as their own trademark? Or did she have a dispute with Canadian spice brand Schwartz who started using a slogan in the UK which referred to some of their upmarket products as Posh Spices in 1997? <sighs> Interesting. And for some reason, I think the first one I, I may have heard of. Now, if you've made it up completely, I'm, you know, that's then I, I'm making this up. But I'm sure I might have heard something about the first so one. If, I, if I've made it up, then you'll make it posh, up. But possibly, yeah. Um, very interesting. I, I think I'm gonna. I, I think I'll go with. Um, hmm. But would she have? Would she have gone? Would she have attacked football being being? Being David Beckham's wife, of course. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Would she have gone down that route? I'm, let, let's go with the football one. And you would be right. Okay. So yes, that uh, that was the case. She, um, I think she complained about him trying to use that name, and they said, "Well, we've been called the Posh for a lot longer than you have, so we should be able to register it and mm-hmm. not you." Which is fair enough. Uh, so, have you heard of the company Three M? Sorry, Three M Company makes sort of stuff like post-it notes, possibly make tape measures. Could make tape measures. Um, things like gloves, that uh, sort of stuff. Do they make do they make tin foil and cling foil? Cling film? They make sort of baking stuff. paper. Possibly, yeah. a little, generally all three meters in length. No, 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 no that's not quite what it refers oh, right, okay. to. Well, they make, they make a lot of stuff. Probably the post note is one of the most common uh, things. That they oh, make. Right, okay. I think they also make sort of thin chillite gloves and woolly hats and that sort of stuff. Um, they do quite a lot of sort of innovative, innovative products. Um, so, what trademark? Case, like the post-it note. Like the post-it note. It's possibly <laughs> the most favourite, uh, famous. Um, Things you products. can do with post-it notes, sir. Well, well, we could we'll, even have his own post-it note quiz on on the podcast one day. We just have some to, more homework there. We just have to try and remember to write it down somewhere, won't we? <laughs> yeah. Um, so they had a trademark case, but who with? Did they take legal action against a company called Three N, who marketed themselves as being very similar to the Three M company and specifically targeted Three M customers? So that was Three N instead of Three M. Or did they take legal action over one of their most famous products, the post-it note? As a company in America was marketing a product called the Post Shit Note, <laughs> which targeted school children and encouraged them to leave pre-printed abusive messages such as "You suck" and "Yo mama has a fat ass" on fellow people's <laughs> desks. Um, again, I, I kind of half want the second one to be true because it's the funniest one. Um, but I do think with a name like Three M, it's quite easy to copy into um, sort of. You know, like you know, like there's there's lots of sort of of brands that get sort of taken over like that, isn't there? Like you know, Ray Bans becomes Rubens or yeah. you know, Bans, things yeah. like that. Yeah, I, so I'm going to go with the first one. I think. So you think it was three N? Three N. Yes, you'll be correct. I think I've got most of these right so far. I think you've got them all right so far. So uh, with the exception of Cadbury's, I think. All oh, right. Okay. But, but that, that that was probably a, a dull question anyway. So uh, Apple. We're involved in a trademark dispute. Not the one to do with Apple and Apple Core, I hasten to add, which was a famous dispute with Beatles publishers. But um, what trademark dispute were they in? Um, did the they can't have taken the app, app, actual apples to court, can they? Because they've been around for ages. Well, they had legal action against New York called the Big Apple, and they had action <laughs> against the entire city. Uh, now, they, were they in a trademark dispute with Canon, who objected to the use of their name for the iPod, as Canon already manufactured a one-legged tripod for keen photographers, called the iPod, with the I standing for one in Roman numerals. It was ruled that the products weren't similar, so there was no issue there, and Canon later renamed the product the Monopod. Or, is the iWatch not called the iWatch, it's called an Apple Watch? And that's because there was a dispute with the Swiss watchmakers Swatch, who had already registered a trademark for a product called the iSwatch. 
You know what? I, I think I'm going to go with the second one because I, I do think it is called... I do think it's called an Apple Watch. I don't think it does get called an iWatch. And you'd imagine that with their branding iPad, iPod, um, and all that type of things, iMac, um, you'd imagine they would go with that. I think. So, yeah. Um, so I'm going to go with the second one, I think. So you think the, they were told by Swatch that they yeah. produced the word iSwatch, and you'll be correct. I'm doing a lot better at this than I did well, your football are. one last week. Yeah. So, uh, as long as there's no questions about Pavel Nedved and his uh, and his trademarks, who was the leading goalscorer in the 1994 <laughs> World Cup? Uh, so, London shirt retailer Thomas Pink. Have you heard of Thomas Pink, London shirt retail uh, maker? They make really good quality shirts. A bit like are they, are um, they pink? Uh, well, they are not. We're going to get into this in a moment. Okay, fair enough. Uh, there's a shirt maker similar to sort of like um, T M Lewin or Charles Tyre or something like that. All right, okay. Um, so, who did they have um, a legal action? Legal action with over a trademark. Uh, was it that they took legal action in 2002 against the US singer Pink about the use of her branding during her European tour? This resulted in Pink changing the spelling of her name to now have an exclamation mark instead of an I. Or did they stop lingerie chain Victoria's Secrets from marketing their pink range of clothes as it was leading to people walking into their upmarket tailors looking to buy women's lingerie? Right, okay. Um, I'm tempted to go with the first one because I did, and I don't, but I don't know... Because I, I know for a fact that that Pink's logo is has got the explanation mark in it, but I'm not 100 percent sure how long that's been the case. So I think I'll go with that one, just having that knowledge. Um, whereas I don't really have anything to go with the second one, any other knowledge other than that. So let's go with that. Unfortunately, you're wrong there. Oh, we're doing so well. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually against a fellow clothes retailer, Victoria's Secret. Um, and they did say that... They should have kept it secret, really. They should have kept it secret, yeah. They and did. then they got away with it. Part of their thing was saying, imagine if people walked into our shop trying to buy women's knickers when we're at upmarket tailors. And it all get very embarrassing for our <laughs> So, Microsoft, who did they get into a trademark dispute? Was it that they took legal action against a student named Mike Rowe, who <laughs> created a website design company and business called Mike Rowe Soft? In the end, <laughs> he closed his website down after being given a free Xbox. <laughs> or... Did they take legal action against an extreme sports company manufacturer called Thrasher, as they sold a sock which was specifically targeted at skateboarders and other extreme sports fans called the X-Socks 360s? However, the case was thrown out as a sock existed first and the products weren't even very similar. <laughs> um, both of those are quite funny. I like the idea of somebody called, being called Mike Rowe, having their own website called yep. Mike Rowe Soft. I, I find that quite funny. Um, a good business time to have, really. Yeah, definitely. If, if your name's that, you might as well go with it. Um, you could do something along the lines of Chris Fisher-Price and make your own toys or something oh, like that. I've been called Fisher-Price for about five years. <laughs> or probably longer, actually. Uh, anyway. Um, so either that or the ex- extreme sports socks uh, called the X-Sox 360. I'm going to... Let's go with the first one. First one. Mike, Mr. Mike Rowe, just Mike, to like his name. Okay, and you would be correct. Yes. Excellent. The the X socks three sixties are a completely made up product. I've, I've fabricated the socks. <laughs> um, so final question. You've had me in stitches, Fisher. Thank you very much, Simba. Final question. Final question about U.S. politicians. Which of these is right about U.S. politicians? Sarah Palin tried to trademark her name, but the application was rejected by the U.S. Patent Office because she forgot to sign the application. Or Barack, you know, Sarah, you know Sarah Palin, is don't you? Uh, yeah, I've heard she, of the name. She was the running mate of John McCain, I think, 
against Barack Obama in okay. 2008. Um, I think she was... A bit like Pence to Trump. Yes. Right, okay. Yeah. I think there was a general perception that she perhaps wasn't the brightest person in the world. Right, okay. Although, obviously, when you look at who they've got now, then, uh, yeah, she was probably, probably a reasonable option. Um, so that's Sarah Makes Palin. Makes you wonder why they didn't go for Truppence. Trupp- could have, yeah. Got a good ring to it. Yeah. It'd be a, it'd be a nice, uh, nice hybrid name for the pair of them. <laughs> but that said, I mean, sure, the idea of Trump letting anyone else have a go. Yeah, yeah. Is, I'm surprised it's not just called Trump and Trump, really, but there we go. So, that was Sarah Palin. She forgot to sign the application at US Patent's office, therefore couldn't trademark her name. Or Barack Obama had his name trademarked, which resulted in a ban from selling the kids' action figures of the Irish super politician named Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you're saying that there was a, a su- an action figure super politician, yeah, superhero politician, yeah. Well, at least they're, they're basing superheroes on something different, I suppose. Yep. That's nice, nice idea. Marketed for St. Patrick's Day, and it was called Barack. But Obama. I don't know if Barack Obama. Had, had, I think he probably liked his, the because idea. His name I don't. Was trademarked. I don't think he'd be too bothered about trade. I don't think he'd be bothered about. It. I think he'd let it go. I think he quite liked that. Possibly, I don't know. So I'm going to go with the first one. Uh, the Sarah Palin one. You think Sarah Palin's that stupid that she forgot to sign her own application to patent her name? Uh, possibly. You'd be right. Yes, get in. Nice to finish on a on a win there. So I think you got. Pre- I think you got two wrong there. I th- yeah, I think I did. Wrong, I think so I did well pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to trademark that score. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, you should trademark that quiz as well, so nobody else pinches it. Yeah. So, there you go. That's pretty much all we've got time for today. Thank you very much for listening. Um, good to get to the end of episode 30 and not have too many technical difficulties. Although, nope. albeit, there might be some. And, well, we did have the difficulty with uh, getting my gran on the podcast, so that was completely unplanned. Yeah, if only so, we'd have thought about that before, and then we might not have done it. So maybe we could have phone-ins in future, but we just need to work out how to actually do it, I suppose. That's the main thing. We'll have a look into it. Yeah. Um, having grands on the podcast is, uh, is new. Yeah, it's different. different. <laughs> how, many, how many podcasting grands are there out there? Surely not very many. Yeah, and if you didn't hear my gran, then uh, then you fine, that's fine because neither did we. Yeah, because we, we. Well, did you not hear her? I could just about hear her. Yeah, well, she she came through. Yeah, <laughs> she's still with us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing a seance or anything like that. But anyway, uh, if you want to get in touch with us, please do. You can tweet us at Waste of Webspace or go to our Facebook page, Waste of Webspace. Um, or our website, www.wasteofwebspace.co.uk. Or you can ring one of our personal mobile phones during the podcast <laughs> and speak live on air. Yeah, that, that's just the way. You won't be able to speak to us, but we can yep. uh, we can always hear you shouting at us and yep. hurling abuse at us if you want. That's absolutely fine. Calling us the wrong name, yeah. Um, but happy 30th episode, Fisher. So likewise, happy 30th, Jimbo. Congratulations. Well done. Here's to the next 30. And we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.